0: Time. Hello and welcome to Extra Time. I'm Brenton Viniceroy. Well, jandals and bare feet are still a choice of footwear, and New Zealand's summer of cricket is in full swing. But yes, Super Rugby is already looming its bulky and antiquated head with the first round this weekend. The competition takes on a different and slightly less meaningful shape in a World Cup year, with players subconsciously or not worrying less about team glory and more about individual success as they seek to seal a spot in the All Blacks squad for Japan. RNZ's rugby correspondent Joe Porter and RNZ Sports contributor Hamish Bidwell join me now to run the rule over the upcoming season. Well, gentlemen, I suppose firstly I'll start with you, Joe. We'll run through all five New Zealand franchises, the Crusaders, of course, the favourites, trying to become just the second team after the 98 '2000 Satyrs to win three straight titles. Uh, What are your thoughts on them, Joe, going back to back to back? Yeah,
1: it was pretty hard to to write against them as favourites for this year's title. Scott Robertson has done a fantastic job. Of course, he's looking to become the first coach to go three on the trot. I mean, on paper, they look like they're the, the team to beat. Last year would suggest the same. History would suggest the same. It's very hard to pick anyone other than the Crusaders as title favourites. And, look, they've got a chance to create something special down there. And I really think that the team, having spoken to Razor, is willing to embrace that kind of pressure. And, and they like being having a target on their heads. They like being the front runners. They sort of tend to perform well under that kind of pressure. And he obviously has the team firing. He's a good man manager. And, and I can't really see the other teams pressing them too hard this to year. I think the Crusaders, it's their title to lose.
0: Yeah, Hamish, do you sort of echo those sentiments or do you feel that, given that they've got the most disruptions with all blacks, that maybe it won't such be a fait accompli this year?
2: Well, I think their title to lose would be the, the right function. Um I mean, old age can be an issue this year, and as you mentioned, the World Cup. their success has always been built on the dominance of the forward pack, and you've got some old stages there who have World Cup on their mind, others, you know, like Franks and Moody... I mean, Have they're, been they're durable in recent years, so that's an issue. I um, we'll watched their second stringers up here in Levin uh, against the Hurricanes last Saturday, and even that outfit, know, so, you know, that combination, they were so clinical. They, the Hurricanes had come in with high hopes, and they just had to crushed them there. they've never let the Hurricanes play, and that's the hallmark of the of the Crusaders. They're not the most brilliant team, but they don't let you play, and, and they punish you when you make mistakes. So it's hard to see them um, yeah, not being the favourites this time around again.
0: Well, we'll go straight to the Hurricanes that you just mentioned after that pre-season game. Uh, they are going to be there or thereabouts again, you think, Hamish? I suppose the the big question mark is what they are going to be like with John Plumtree as the head coach?
2: Well, um, they look fit. That's a start. As I just told my Alan, who <laughs> probably let the side down a bit last year, He's, um, he looks a decent back. But it all comes down to whether they're forward pack front. They got, we'll remember things like last year's semi-final and Christchurch where they got... Demolished, which is sort of uh, what happens when they play the Crusaders or even the Chiefs for that matter. So I think it all, has, it all revolves around whether guys like Alan, uh, the Allen, Alan, uh, Sam Lousey, Cedar, whether they go right. Dan Carles is a good inclusion because he's got a bit of nigger in him, a bit of stand-up for himself. There's a lot of sort of quite passive goals in the Canes pack. But um, no, I don't, I don't think they have what it takes to stand up to the Crusaders.
0: Joe, the Hurricanes have been the team which have beaten the Crusaders in the last couple of years. Uh, they've hardly lost the Crusaders, but the Hurricanes have beaten them a couple of times. For you, they they the major contender in the New Zealand Conference. Look, I,
1: I don't think so. I think last year that would probably have been the case. I, I think though when we saw what happened to them last year, going down to Christchurch, that clinical performance in the wet with the Crusaders mm-hmm. put what, almost thirty points on them, and Bowden Barrett looked second rate. Richie Moana controlled that game really well, and like Hamish said, their forwards just completely dominated. And I think that at the set piece and in the forwards is again where the Hurricanes might struggle this year. They, they've got talent out wide, we know that. They do have some All Blacks in that pack, but if you, if you lose a guy like Colsey again to injury, you really don't have a lot of hunger, a lot of desire to win at all costs within that team left. I think Hamish has hit the nail on the head there in terms of their personality. So I, I really think that this year they, they might just struggle up front, and some of those teams with a, a more robust, a more gnarly Ford pack will probably trip them over and again they are vulnerable to a couple of injuries and key positions could really wreck them and it's an interesting dynamic up at the Hurricanes this year I haven't had a chance to talk to Plum yet, Hamish may have but uh, Chris Boyd left under not the nicest of, of clouds in a way it wasn't <clears> necessarily his decision to move on so Plum now has the team and is trying, going to try and make it his own so it'll be interesting to see whether or not he tries to stamp his mark in a different way or lets them play their game because yeah, there, there are a few egos running around in that sense
0: Yeah, the Chiefs are one that on paper look like they have that gnarly Ford pack, Joe, that you you talk about. Uh, They were riddled by injuries last year but still put a pretty impressive campaign together. What are your thoughts in 2019 of the Chiefs?
1: Yeah, I thought they would struggle last year after... signing Colin Cooper as coach and all the injuries they had, but look, you're right, they've got guys there that have sort of been around the track but they've got some great tales of redemption among their All Blacks and their front rowers in particular, so these are guys that have been there, done that, maybe not quite made it and came back, so there's a lot of resilience and resolve among men like that, Um, and I think that that will go a long way this year. Overachievers last year, they've got a a squad now that should be healthy and looks pretty good on paper. Um, Damien McKenzie, it'll be interesting to see how he develops at first five and whether or not he can manage a a team when it comes to the finals, but yeah, I think the Chiefs, they've got a bit of a Britain there. I think they'll go well this year and um, yeah, I probably should have given Colin Cooper a little bit more credit, but I'm still hesitant to do that at this point.
0: Hamish, uh-huh. the the Chiefs for you? No, I don't see that um, not for
2: the Chiefs. I think James um, obviously mess about if metallic yeah. game time's down. They're going to really struggle. They've got a lot of sort of nearly guys in the front row. they is mm-hmm. going to be really important for And I just think they've got nothing in the back. McKenzie will be McKenzie, so they'll do some amazing things, and whether those amazing things counter the disastrous things he does. You've um, got Leonard Brown, and then Noel. So I think they'll struggle for points. I think they'll they'll try really hard. It's a hallmark of Chiefs teams, it'll be hard to beat. But I I don't see them having the and the, the grunt to to win the title.
1: Yeah, is the, Hamish, do you think is the Highlanders do they sit as a team that looks a bit similar to you? I'm, I I wonder how oh, they will go total. without a without a without a you know real first class mm. first five. Will they struggle this year?
2: Yeah, I'd say so for that reason. they got a lot of um, guys in that lock loose forward bracket, the Highlanders, who are, you know, big bodies, good players, but they lack something up front in terms mm-hmm. of the tight five. I look at... One of the things I look at first with things is tight head prop. Paul is an up-and-coming, but he's not the finished article yet. Um, yeah, I think I'll struggle there, um, the Highlanders, the as you say, because they've got no first five. I mean, <laughs> Philip fletcher must go when you're losing Super Winger. I don't know if just a world-beater, but he's probably... On a par and front
0: better than what they've left themselves with. But Joe, the Highlanders, when they won the title, what was their type five?
1: Yeah, well, I probably couldn't recall them yeah. off the top of my head, but that was a season where they really did defy the odds, especially going away and winning all those on, on the trot playoffs mm. and then going to the Hurricanes to win there. Yeah, the Hurricanes really should have won that. They botched that one up. Um, yeah, look, I, I do think they'll struggle this year. It's hard to know whether or not they'll finish here to the Blues. I mean, Hamish, what do you make of the Blues? Everyone talks about this year being their year. Last year wasn't. The year before that wasn't. The previous previous few years weren't either. Look, is is Leon McDonald going to provide enough of a difference to turn this team from rabble back to a super rugby powerhouse? Um, and, and, and do they have the type five and the forwards to sort of complement the backs that they got the, the power out in the back line? Right, they're another
2: team with my first so <laughs> five. Is, so is a great addition for them. And yeah. You've got him and Tomafasi and Tupalotu in the top five, you've got the basis of a decent outfit. I mean, it's a big year for Kiriwane. He can really make the World yeah. Cup team if you pull the trigger. I mean, they all but who love him, but they are immensely frustrated by him. And he plays well, he has I mean, he could have a lot of incentive, I should say, to play well. But the Nani thing is absurd to bring a guy in at his age and such a difficult guy who can be a cancer in a team. I mean, they're, they're a bit pains to play up to him and tell him he's fantastic. And, and laud him at every opportunity, which he needs because if he doesn't get that constant praise, he goes dogs And I just think, oh, I just they—they've they got the basis of a term but like, they love a saviour. You know, Tana was a saviour, John Cunham was a saviour, yeah. Sonny was going to come in and be a saviour. Mm-hmm. Now it's Manu. I just the history repeating itself all the time
1: with it Yeah, and that's the thing. It's hard for them to move away from that, and it's hard to see them even reaching the playoffs. But do you think they'll finish ahead of the Highlanders or Chiefs? Do they got it, got it in them to be the, to be better than the worst finishing New Zealand side this year?
2: A hard one. Like Silo really got the, uh, the Auckland uh, forwards going last mm. year. They, they, they've been better than everyone else up front and in set pieces, which, including Canberra, which is really unusual. Mm. Um, so there's guys in their group who have the ability to be consistent and, and to, to be tough, but the question of whether Tom Coventry can get that out of them As um, the forwards coach there. and I feel like they did an amazing job with Auckland, but I think to, to think that Auckland's success will translate to the Blues will be a little bit wishful. But yeah, I I'd like
0: to see the Blues be one because they're just so tired of being rubbish, but I, I can't see it. Joe, with with Orteri Black, do the Blues finally have a first five? Or they've been looking for one since Carlos Spencer. Uh, probably
1: better than what they had last year, but he's still yet, it's still yet to be seen whether or not he mm. can really run a game at the top level. Look, he, he, he's not dynamic, but he looks a, he's you know, a consistent sort of kicking first five with a bit more of a Richie Mwanga type than a Bowden Barrett, I guess. But again, he, he was good for the 20s, and he can kick goals, which is a good start. But I'm not sure if he has the experience or the sort of game-breaking ability to really drive them around the park and own a game. But I, I, he could prove me wrong. He's got a bit of a pedigree, but the Hurricanes didn't keep him around. Although he did move to the Blues to get a bit more game time and he's been frustrated by injury. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Will he be able to soak that up? It probably helps having some experienced guys outside him mm. um, and guys that he can just shovel shit to if it really gets bad and let them crash it up. But I, I don't know if uh, if he has sort of really stamped his mark yet. We'll, we'll get to see, but no... Put it shortly, no. I don't, <laughs> bluntly, I don't think they do.
0: <laughs> and uh, for, for both of you, uh, the New Zealand Conference winner and Super Rugby champion, is, is as simple as the New Zealand Conference winner wins the Super Rugby title, or who, what, are you, what are your picks for the start of the season?
1: Look, I would assume so, but um, yeah, I mean, it looks like that's going to be the, the case unless the Lions do what they do and then get their home final, then it could change. But um, yeah, I imagine that's sort of play, play, playing out a little bit similar to last season, Hamish. Yeah, the draw is
2: more equitable this time. You're not going to get me freaking out. That's right. The Lions go without playing the New Zealand team and then get a home playoff run. I mean, that's, that was a stain on the integrity of the competition. So it's slightly to better on that respect than nothing. the yeah. New Zealand conference you when know, should go on and run. The Australian team. i And I'd like to see how they The have recruited usefully. They've got some, some German New Zealand types to make them hopefully a bit more competitive. But yeah, I... I'm really tired of those Australian people. They say so much and I'm just so bad and I really want these yeah. real things to get annihilated. I, I shouldn't say that, I should just... I care, but actually, I'm really tired of them. I've not to be just right that.
0: <laughs> and just finally, guys, uh, with the World Cup, of course, looming large, is there a chance of any player who hasn't played for the All Blacks yet coming through Super Rugby this year and making that World Cup squad like we saw in 2015?
1: Uh, n- no, would be my answer, unless there's you know, a vast amount of injuries, say, within the loose forwards or um, the outside backs, potentially, or the midfielders. Maybe there'd be a bolter. There's a few guys, that are, there's a young mid- midfielder at the Hurricanes who's got big wraps on them, an under-20s player. I can't remember the name the of Tom head. Um, and there's you know, a few guys that may be rolling around the Highlanders in the loose forward position and stuff that could get in. But unless there are some injuries in key areas, I really can't see a genuine bolter. Uh, coming through, you know, Nehemil Muscatel last time round was was what you consider maybe a bolter, although he had impressed already for one two before that standout season for the Hurricanes, and then of course starring at the 2015 World Cup. But no, this time round I can't really see it happening. I mean, if you if you consider someone like George Bridge a bolter potentially, or if you consider well, he's, he's
2: both of those, if so, Kiri Yuani would be one here, yeah, he? Yet yeah. he could definitely bolter. I wouldn't write off Sintasoa and the Hurricanes. Well, Sam Lassie, who's a massive body with a great engine, who can really do damage. He just doesn't really know how to play rugby yet, but he's he's getting there. But he can—he's I mean, the sort of guy that that handsome, likes big body, really tough. You know, the to pain just drives on through. So, yeah, they'd be coupled with like, what I think of. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's. I imagine this, the plans for the Olympics are pretty well set in stone, and uh, it, it takes something pretty special to force you
0: off. Well, we'll watch with interest and intrigue throughout. And while the Crusaders might be title favourites, plenty of eyes will be on the Blues and whether or not they can arrest their horror run of form and reassert themselves as a super rugby superpower. Coach Tana Urmunger has stepped into a lower role to make way for new head coach and his former All Blacks teammate Leon McDonald. McDonald spoke to Ravinda Hunia about his goals, the challenges facing the side, and the return of midfielder Martin who's back in New Zealand and chasing a World Cup spot.
3: Good. No, Tana's a, a good mate and, and um, you know we have we share similar ideas around the game and, and ultimately we're really passionate about this team being successful. So um, uh, you know, he's been great, um, great support for me into the new role. Um, you know, coming from from his experiences, he's able to share share. You know, those with me as well, which makes my my life and job a lot easier.
0: And what are the things that you've identified from seasons past that you want to improve on this year?
3: Um, we well, always you always bring your own flavour to the game, so you you always want to um, you always want to take what's good around this group, and there's a lot of. Um, a lot of talent and, and speed, um, some really good explosive ball carriers. So you want to try and bring those guys into the game as much as you can. And, um, and I suppose, you know, when you get to that business end of the season, it's about having the basics in place and spend a lot of time, you know, working hard. Tom Coventry's done a great job with the forwards around uh, set piece and, and being really solid there and making sure that um, you know that we, we get a good supply of ball. And um, so really, it's the, it's the big rocks of the game getting nailed and making sure that we, um, you know, we're really okay in that area.
0: Now, of course, uh, Auckland had a standout season with, in the domestic uh, competition. How do you try to, you know, impose that in the, the Blues side?
3: Well, this is a new group and a new team, and it's great that they've, um, you know, that success for Auckland. And, and I think a lot of those players will take some some confidence from from that experience, success, and they want more of it. So um, it's just really important that um, you know you yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of players with good ideas, and you know, the experience of playing through final series and, and the, the final that it was going right into extra time, you know, that's um, you know, that's valuable experience as well. But um, you know, there's a, there's a big group of, of new players coming together, and, and obviously, it's a different competition, so um, everything starts again, and, um, and you know, we've got to build our own team culture and, and our own game, and make sure that that um, you know, we're, we're moving forward and, 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 and
0: continuing on. World Cup year I'm imagining you know play the intensity of play for a lot of these players will go up a notch how much of a you know of a a conundrum or if so or if not is it for you for team selections
3: yeah it's it's um you want you want the guys pushing for those World Cup spots to be playing good rugby so you need the team playing well you know and if they only have to worry about their own job and and and, um, and nailing their own role, then that's, that's a win. So they just don't have to worry about anyone else. So the idea is the team is well organised and, and we have good structures in place and everybody knows what they should be doing. They just fit in and, and get the job done and, and don't feel the pressure to do do other things and um, they don't have to push it too hard. And we're looking forward to getting the All Blacks back into the fray and um, obviously their first hit-out will be Round 1, so looking forward to seeing them back on the field. But um, their contribution already, um, after their break, you can see that they really focused around having a big year and making this team... Um, or helping this team be successful and in turn will help them.
0: And lastly, of course, Manonu in the mix. How have you found his inclusion and how has it impacted him? Yeah, Ma's a
3: great professional and um, I think he's really enjoyed coming back and he's rubbing shoulders with some old mates, you know, him and, and suddenly got a really strong relationship and um, it's really nice to see those guys um, back on the field together. And, um, yeah, look, he's 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 head down, bum up, but I mean, he's working really hard and he just wants to play well for the team, which is great.
0: Leon McDonald speaking to Ravinda Hunia, And that's extra time for this week. I'm Brenton Vanisseroy. Bye for now.
1: I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee alec Murray.
0: And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect.